want to say to the worship team, thank you so much for just bringing us into that sense of God's presence, the recognition that he's the one that receives and deserves all the glory. And whatever has been accomplished, it is for him and for him alone. It's his kingdom that we are representing. It's his kingdom that we are declaring. It's his kingdom that is coming. And it is his glory that will be manifested across all the earth. And so we are just so thankful to you for your talents and your abilities in sharing with us and leading us into his presence. I've tried to get a sense of what Father wants to say, both to David and to Carol, but also to the Lighthouse Church as well. And I've been taken to Joshua chapter 3 and 4. I'm not going to be able to cover everything in any depth, but I just uh, commend you to read those particular two chapters just to get a sense as you read them of what the Spirit is saying uh, at such a time as this. And uh, the, the key verse, I suppose, that I want to, in, in one sense, bring to your attention is, is Joshua 3, verse 4, where it says, Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. That applies to David and Carol, but it also applies to the church here. Maureen and I, we do love to be out on the canals um, in a narrowboat. We used to part own a narrowboat. We now have gone back to, to hiring them. And when we go out on the canals, um, we especially, when we're on new canals, look forward to discovering new things as we journey along the canal. And yet at the same time, we do have a navigational guide that enables us to be able to be aware of what potentially lies ahead as regards to possible obstacles, as regards to bridges, roads, those sort of things that we might need to be aware of in order that as we travel along the canal, we might arrive at the destination that we are heading towards. Here in Joshua chapter 3 and 4, we have come to a time of transition. Moses has gone to be with the Lord. Joshua has taken up responsibility for leading the people of God into a new destination and into a new chapter in their lives. And as we come to this most important moment, so God speaks to Joshua and then in turn to the people of God and declares to them how important it is that they understand some key principles as they move into this uncharted territory. And I just want to bring them to you and leave them with you. And the first thing that is a major principle that applies both to David and Carol and to the church here is that they were told they need to follow where the presence of God went. They were told that when you see the ark of God, which represented the presence of God in the midst of the camp, that when they saw the presence of God go, they were to follow after his presence. That was what they were to desire most. They were to be in the place where his presence was intimate and close and near. They needed to be conscious and aware of just where God was leading them and to stay in step with his purposes and his plans. And for Carol and for David, as well as for the church here, the most and the greatest priority is to know and experience the relevance and the closeness 
of his presence. To understand that it's as you dwell in his presence and rest in his presence and, in, and, and engage in his presence and encounter his presence that there you will discover the wonders of all that God is yet to do and all that he is yet to accomplish. Moses, on one occasion, was in a position where God said to him, Look, Moses, I'll tell you what, I'll send miracles. I will enable you to know that angels will come and be close to you. I will enable you to go on your journey with all of those things happening. But the one thing that you need to know is that uh, my presence won't be there. And Moses said, I don't want angels. I don't want miracles. I want your presence. And if your presence isn't there, I don't want to move. I don't want to move from this place. And so we need to be people of the presence of God. People who encounter God. People who experience God. Yes, we want to see great things happen. Yes, we want to see the power of God displayed. Yes, we want to see God pouring out His Spirit in amazing ways. But it's in the midst, in the midst of His presence that's there we discover everything that is to value and appreciate the greatness of God. That was His heart right at the outset. When He first created us, He created us for relationship. I'm going to say to you, if you're not in relationship with God as Father yet, you need to come to that relationship which is only found through faith in Jesus. And so here we find the first thing that we need to understand in this time of transition and change, follow where his presence leads. But secondly, you need to also focus on who God is. Because as you focus on who God is, That will enable you to know that in the time of uncertainty, that God is sovereign and in control. That in those times when you're unsure of what it is that you're about to enter into, it is focusing on God who you know as Father, who you know as friend, who who you know is for you and not against you. To be aware in this time when everything around you might indeed in some respects be shaken, to realize that even in the times of shaking, God is the one who has his hand upon you. He will keep you. He will watch over you. He will protect you. He will guide you. He will enable you to discover his provision and his blessing in your lives. Focus on the one who is greater than any of the issues you face. Greater, uh, greater than any of the problems you may come against. Greater than any of the obstacles that you might find. Greater than any of the giants that might cross your path. Focus on God who is enthroned on high. Who reigns in supremacy and power. And if God is for you, then nothing can be against you. And so for you as a couple, David and Carol... And you as a church, focus on the one who is seated upon the throne. It was there that Isaiah suddenly captured the sense of, for him, what was to be a new season. As he suddenly saw the Lord high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. And immediately out of that experience of focusing upon the awesomeness of God, so it was that his heart responded and said, here am I. Send me. Service flows out of our understanding of the awesomeness of God and seeing him in all of his glory. When the disciples who were given that special opportunity, the three, to be taken up on the Mount of Transfiguration, there they saw the manifest glory of God. And as a result of that, they said, we don't want to move from this place. We want to be in the place where your glory is. And although there had to be a time when they had to come down from that experience, it lived with them. So 
John the Apostle, right at the outset in his first gospel, writes these words, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Focus on the majesty and glory and awesomeness of God. Thirdly, facilitate facilitate the release of God's power and promises. You see, as the people of God went and followed where the presence of God was going, as they focused on the greatness of God, there came a moment in their time and in their lives where God began to stretch them. I want to say to you that God's going to stretch you. For you, David and Carol, don't think this is the end of the journey. This is the start of something fresh and something new for you. This is not a case of you just lying, laying down what has been in order that there is nothing for you to take up, but there is something yet to come, something more for you to discover, something greater that you are to experience as you continue on your walk and journey with him. But for you, the Lighthouse Church, know that this too is an opportunity for you to realize that in these moments, in these times when you will be looking to see what God can accomplish and do amongst you as the people of God, there will be moments when God will test your faith, moments when God will challenge you, moments when God will put you in a position where you will need to take a step to see whether or not as you take that step that God's going to come up with the goods. But let me say that God is faithful and that God will always reward faith and God will always be willing to open up opportunities as you take the step necessary in order that you might facilitate the means by which the power of God can be released amongst you. See, for the children of Israel, they came to a point where there was a barrier before them and where the river was there, preventing them from going across into their destiny. And God speaks and says, what you need to do is that those who are in leadership need to step out and step in. And it's when they step out and step in that then I will make the way possible. I want to say to some of you who are moving into leadership here in this church, there are going to be times when God's going to tell you to step out and to step in. And there will be a sense of uncertainty of that, a feeling of what happens if I do that. It will be a time when there will be struggles within you as to whether or not you really can do that. There will be times when you will think, have we really heard from God correctly? But you need to take that step because until you take the step, you will not see the clarity of the way that you are to go. Until you take the step, you will not see the pathway being made available to you. Until you take the step, you will not see the opportunity that God is giving you to move you into what you have yet to experience as you travel with him into all that he has for you, as his heart is revealed and his plans and purposes are brought into being. And so for David and Carol, that will be applying to you as well. There will be moments when God will say to you, this is a step you need to take. And in some respects, that step will be challenging. And I sense that in some ways there will be a cost. And yet as you are prepared to rise to that challenge and meet that cost, so it will open up for you those new things that God wants to do, those new opportunities that God wants to present you, those new ways in which God wants to reveal to you his purpose and his plan so that you as channels of him might uh, be able to see not only 
you being used in ways that you never thought possible, but giving you opportunities to be able to bring about the revelation of the power of the kingdom of God. And then you are to forge ahead into new territory. It's always a bit worrying when you are having to go into places that you've never been before. I, as part of my regional uh, leadership role, um, very often am having to travel into London. And um, when I'm traveling to London, I have no idea where I'm going. And so I, I, I very much depend upon my, my sat-nav. And I, I do hope it does know where it's going. I came, I came uh, the, other, the other week into London, and I was going to visit one of our London churches. And it took me a route... I was going down roads I, I, I never thought existed. I was going to places I never thought I, I could ever go to. I thought, I do hope I'm, I'm going to end up where I'm supposed to be and not somewhere in some f- foreign part of London. Fortunately, the sat-nav knew exactly what it was doing and I arrived where I was supposed to be. Can I say it doesn't always work that way? I have ended up in the cows' fields, farmyards... <laughs> All sorts of places, but uh, praise God, he never, lends, he never leads us into a dead end. He never leads us into a place he doesn't want us to be. But there is something scary about forging ahead into uncharted territory. There is something scary about this moment in time, both for David and Carol and, and, and for you as a church. Yes, it's exciting. Yes, it's thrilling. Yes, there's a sense in which in this moment of change, are aware that God is bringing about his purposes and plans, but there's something that is a little bit unnerving about the fact that, that we're moving out of our comfort zone. We're moving out of, of the familiar. We're moving into, into areas that we, we've not moved into before. But you see, what the Bible tells us is that we are people who move forward by faith that we are people who continue to forge ahead into, into territory that we are yet to take and into experiences that we are yet to discover. And so as you come to this time, this time of opportunity, I just want to encourage both David and Carol and you as a church to once again recognize you will know, you will know the way you are to go If you do what God wants you to do, which is first and foremost, ensure that you follow where his presence leads. Make sure that you stay close to him. Make sure that you listen to his voice. Make sure you're in that place where his presence is what you seek more than anything else. There's a song that just comes to mind, to be in your presence, to sit at your feet This is my desire. Let that be your greatest desire. We love to meet together. We love to have services. We love to have the opportunity to sing and to worship. But it is first and foremost so that we might dwell in his presence. That is his heart for us. Ultimately, that is our destiny. Because one day we're going to be with him. And when we are with him, we will never be part of him again. We will spend eternity in his presence. So follow where his presence leads. Focus on who he is. Recognize that he is your father. Recognize that he is the one who is watching over you. 
recognizes the one who is all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing, Jehovah Jireh, the one who will provide, the great shepherd who watches over his sheep and keeps them safe and secure. Recognize that as you focus on the awesome God that he is, it will enable you then to facilitate the means by which his provision and his power can be released amongst you. Because it will be because you understand him that you're willing then to take the steps necessary to be able to see the release of God's power in an awesome and majestic way. And as you do that, then forge ahead into the new territory that God has for you. A time which is both exciting and challenging. A time when you will find that God will open up for you amazing things. You will see him in new ways, both working in your life and through your life, so that he might be honored and glorified in you. So don't forget, let's together recognize all that God is going to do. 15 minutes. God bless you.